Hello and welcome to the Narrow Gate podcast. This is Orly, your host. This is episode 29. I am just adding in this um, podcast this week because last week I changed the topic because I felt led to talk about codependency. I would like to just complete what I was going to talk about for anyone who was following, which was about sin and how we can overcome the struggle of sin. Okay, so the topic I have here is how I overcame worldly desires and how I stay away from them today. And you too can be free from the bondage of sin. Now, the reason all this started is that I wrote one um, article on Medium and then I I wrote it again here on the Narragate so that more people could read it because I wrote about the fact that I was responding to the fact that so many Christians keep talking about falling into sin all the time. And I was quite surprised. I can understand that for a new believer. That's certainly a struggle. But for people who are walking with God, you know, 10, 20, 30 years, and they keep saying they're struggling with sin, I thought it was very unusual because I said, I don't struggle with sin um, so much. Well, actually, not really. So, I wrote the article and a lot of people found that kind of difficult to take. They were like, well, that's not really true, is it? So maybe it got people thinking. Now, most people didn't disagree. They just kind of found it a little bit unusual, which to me is very unusual that they find it unusual. So we're not supposed to be living in sin as Christians, And so there's this thing that goes around in the circle, Christian circles. Oh, well, you know, I fall into sin, but you know me, you know, we're just human. We're just sinners saved by grace. Well, it happens, you know, well, God forgives us. And it's just very lame sort of um, way to be talking. And it's definitely not biblical. So I wrote a few articles on that and I decided to keep going on the theme. Now, there was one woman who was very against the article, and I have no problem with that. She says, you're probably going to block me now, and you probably think I'm the worst person in the world, but I'm going to say this anyway. I didn't block her. I said, thank you for sharing, because, um, I mean, I'm writing online so that people will be stirred up in their spirit and ask questions. So... Uh, so she was stirred up and she felt that uh, it was impossible and that I should never say that I didn't struggle with sin and that that was um, arrogant and hostile. They were the words she used. You can read the article. I didn't, I didn't delete her um, message. I want people to read the responses. So um, I even wrote in the article that I'm not being arrogant. I'm following the Bible. If you're walking with God for a long, long time, you shouldn't be struggling with sin. Because there is a way to deal with it. And it also means that you haven't really gone through a proper healing process. You haven't really gone through a a sanctification, purification process, because that is a process, as they say in America. We say process in Europe. So, um, It's not a criticism. I'm just sharing what I read in the Bible and my own experiences, okay? So you can go back because I don't want to repeat myself and I don't want this podcast to be too long, although I am going to discuss this further with other Christians. Um, I have added to the newsletter those articles that you can follow up. At the moment, I don't really have access to Medium 
uh, much because I'm in Vietnam and there's a sort of a censorship on that platform. So uh, I can't actually add the link, but just go to Medium and look up my name and you will be able to read the article. I've added my own articles here and the last podcast from the Narrowgate that um, pretty much said the same thing. So I just wanted to do this and be more transparent because I'm walking with God a long, long time. I was brought up in the Catholic Church. Uh, I followed God most of my life. In my 20s, I sort of went astray, uh, maybe did kind of moved away from the church and then came back in my late 20s and had a full conversion and born again. And then I never looked back. So that was 30 years ago. Is that right? Something like that. Yeah, 25 years, 20-something years ago since I, you know, had that kind of coming back to God again, you know, in that sort of really high commitment, born-again experience. So um, a simple answer for anybody who is still struggling with sin, and I'm not struggling with it. Now, does that mean when I say, you've got to look at the words I said, I said, I'm not struggling with it. That means I'm not every day struggling with something like lust or addiction or something like that. I I don't get up every morning and struggle with the same thing. You know, people have struggles. They have pornography. They can't come off their computer. They can't turn on a computer without looking at pornography. I am not struggling with an issue like that. So I'm only saying this to people that, If you are walking with God a long time and you're struggling with some form of sin that's like having bondage and it's actually distracting you and you're feeling guilty and ashamed, well, then you just have to acknowledge that maybe you haven't brought that to God. So what I'm saying is how did I overcome my own struggles? And the first answer is prayer that's it i took my sin my struggle my addiction to the cross every time i was tempted and i brought it to the cross and i prayed i say to god i'm struggling with this my flesh i'm struggling with my flesh yes i did some people meet me and they think they think I never had a sin in my life. That like when I remember, I'll never forget. I was running a Bible study back in Dublin, and when I start telling people about me overcoming struggles like this, no way, you were never like that. Yes, I was. I'm human being. So the Holy Spirit who lives in me gave me the ability to resist temptation in my life, and I grew. I grew in my faith. I also got wisdom. And I also didn't do foolish things. God teaches us. So it's about prayer. Taking your sin to the cross. Asking God to help you with your... You have to surrender to it. You have to surrender to the addiction. I can't overcome my addiction. I can't overcome my sin. It's a compulsion. Most sin is a compulsion. So it really is addiction. So this is why I'm always going on about the 12-step meetings because the 12-step meetings are spiritual. 
Like alcoholism, yes, that's an addiction. Food is an addiction if you're overdoing it. Coffee is an addiction. Sugar is an addiction. Sex is an addiction. Pornography is an addiction. Work, workaholism is an addiction. Codependency is an addiction. Narcissism is a controlling addiction. Do I need to go on? The way we live is like addiction is sin. So I was no different. I just had my different, I just had different addictions <laughs> to you. So I'm going to write some, uh, I wrote down here some practical things. I'm just going to read through them here. And I want to say that, you know, m the reason I was sharing it was one, to help people to say, it's okay that you're struggling, but there is a way out. The second thing is I struggled and I found a way out. I have peace. I'm not in it. I'm not tormented by sin. It doesn't, it's not like it doesn't bother me. I'm not in it. Why? Because I've devoted my life to God now. I wrote a list here, right? And the other thing is this condemnation that people have and the guilt that they have and whatever. Yeah, you should feel guilty if you are committing sin. Okay? But then some of the things here on the list, you can see it in the newsletter. Like a bad attitude. Is that a sin? It's not good. It's not good to have a bad attitude. So, as I say, I don't struggle with sin, but I will every day check my attitude. You know, we all look at people and judge. Well, if I find myself doing that, I catch. I'm always watching bad attitude. I'm watching myself for things like that because I want to have the right character. I want a God godly character i want to change my character if it's not of god i want to be purified i want to be holy but a bad attitude won't maybe keep me out of heaven depends how bad your attitude is and is your behavior following the attitude like uh, um, if i have a bad attitude oh that person is beneath me and then my behavior goes along with the attitude and treats the person in a very demoralizing way well then that is quite a big sin so like having a bad attitude and taking it to god and saying wow forgive me lord stop now like that's like living a godly life you're not moving it to the next stage where you're actually committing the sin the thought comes and you stop the action so these are the ways that you deal with it. Anger and resentment. Everybody has anger. We're healing. We're on a healing journey. But are we going around in rage? Are we going around on driving our car in road rage? Okay, so if there's road rage, then that's not very good. So we have to take that to God in prayer as well. So it is a process, and we go through it, and we're being sanctified, and we're being made holy. But struggling? Am I struggling with anger issues? No, I'm not. But there might be anger in me from before, could be repressed. Am I sin? No, I'm just saying, Lord, there may be anger there, old anger. I pray that by the Holy Spirit, you bring it up, and I deal with it. You see, we, we, it's not a struggle. It's... The struggle is if you're having outbursts of anger regularly. Bitterness. Do you have a bitter heart? Bitterness is not good. Search your heart. Search my heart, oh God. Am I bitter? Well, you know, by your remarks. Bitterness, as they say, comes out sideways. You might be talking to someone and then this nasty comment comes out. 
And you probably didn't even know it was coming yourself. That's a root of bitterness. It needs to come out. We need to be observing ourselves for these things. Spitefulness, that's very deep. That's a deep sin. How do we look at it? Our own behavior. We have to be watching and watching. I'm not struggling with spitefulness. Why? Because I ask myself, Who, who am I like? Who am I hating? Who am I jealous of? Who am I envious of? So, uh, as I'm saying, we have to be looking all the time. I am capable of sin, yes. Am I struggling with it? No. Hatred, gossip, complaining. We all complain. What levels of complaining are considered really sinful? Now, the Bible will tell us, don't be complaining, but that's improving our godly character. It doesn't mean if I complain that God's just going to come down heavy on me and now you're not getting into heaven now, or like you just complained. Okay, so there's grace on the journey, but there isn't this continuous falling into the same sin over and over again and keep coming back and never changing. That's where people are not growing. Impure thoughts, sexual immorality, lust, coveting, envy, jealousy, greed, power, pride, addictions, control, manipulation, fighting, stealing. There's many more. You can see there's different levels. Some people are on the like, far end of the spectrum. Murder, rape, violence gangs and then there's just somebody who you know tells a little fib every now and then i mean could you really say that god's not going to judge judge them the exact same i wouldn't think so there are levels god is a fair judge god is a just god is a just judge and sin doesn't go and unpunished and the bible says that so we will have consequences for our sin. And if we never face it and we never deal with it, well, then you're going to have it on the judgment day. I'm only telling you what the Bible is saying. Look it up yourself. But for people to say to me, oh, you think you're so holy and you're so arrogant and you're so hostile saying that you don't struggle with sin. No, I'm trying to share that there is a process and you can actually get better. I'm better than I was 10 years ago, better than I was 20 years ago. We're progressing. So we were all once in the world. Everybody who has been saved by God, we were all once in the world, okay? So that means... I can't boast about my salvation. I can't boast about having less of a struggle with sin because I'm saved by grace and the Holy Spirit is helping me and it's not me who's doing it. I cannot stop myself. If I have a compulsion, I can't stop myself, but I can surrender to God and say, I can't do this. Please do it for me. Please remove that sin from me and God can do it, but I can't do it myself. So without God, I would be still in sin all the time and struggling 
So before salvation, we are as bad as anybody. So we have no reason to be boastful. We all lived in the darkness. And it is only by the grace of God that we are saved. So if I was not saved, I would not be able to resist sin. I'd be just like I was before I was saved. It is the Holy Spirit that gives us the ability not to sin. I don't want to repeat myself as I said. So if you look below, there's two articles there. And the podcast. And if you're interested in this, you can go back. So I'm just, uh, I I said that I would be transparent. And this uh, lovely, lovely Vietnamese girl I met at church today. Her name is Ling. And we are going to get together next weekend. And we're going to discuss uh, her journey of faith. Wonderful testimony of a girl who was a, she was an atheist. And she's now uh, exploring Christianity. She hasn't said exactly where she's at with it, but she's really interested in Christianity now. And she shared her story with me today over lunch, and we are going to continue this story. And it's so good that I asked her to join me on the podcast next weekend. So that's why I want to put this out today so that I can devote that podcast to her and her testimony because it's wonderful what she's doing in her life so I talked to her today about these struggles with sin and she said yes I am struggling with in all those areas that you're talking about Um, and I said are you willing to share those things with others and she said of course yeah why not she wants to share and so as I, I I told her well I would, um, in this podcast now, that I would maybe give an example of maybe two of my struggle areas. So one would have been way back in my uh, 20s, I would say. And I wasn't uh, born again, but I had a spirit in me that I wanted a healthier life and I wanted a better life. And, you know, so I was trying to change, but it was very early days and I used to smoke um, and I wanted to give up smoking. And of course, at the time, you know, everybody was smoking. And they were like, you're not going to give up smoking. Now, I didn't have, my faith wasn't strong, but I did have faith. And I said, oh, no, I want to give up. I want to be healthy. So I tried a few times and it was was a struggle with this cigarettes. And um, I tried to give up. And I think I gave up for about eight months. I remember a long time. And then I slipped back and I went back on the cigarettes again. And then I got a conviction that, no, I really want to. So I went again and I did ask God. But my, my faith wasn't as strong as it is now. But I did ask for help. Um, that I wanted to give up. And it was before I was 30 because I remember saying, I don't want to be smoking when I'm 30 because then I'll be unhealthy all my life. And my goal was to do that. And I overcame it. You know, I did have a lot of strength, I must say. And a lot of it was willpower at the time, probably more willpower than asking God. Uh, It was early days, but it was an addiction and I did overcome it. And some people were very surprised. They couldn't believe that I would because I wasn't that strong and I was a little bit... Uh, they didn't think I was as disciplined enough to be able to do it. So a lot of it was discipline and a desire. And I did 
ask God, but it wasn't uh, the strongest time in my life with God, okay? So then later, when I've had a lot of changes in my life and stuff, and I was born again and that, there, there, is, um, there is a struggle which everybody has, which is um, in relationships. And this is a big area, you know, um, and sometimes I think I could even write a book on it, okay? So there is an attraction. Men, women will have attraction to one another and you are walking a Christian life. And so you're going to have to deal with those issues. They're lustful desires and we all have to deal with them. So it's naive to say that, oh, she's so holy, she doesn't have those issues. We're human beings and those issues are coming up for everybody and they're not talking about it in the church and you have to learn how to deal with them. And so uh, I think I have with the churches, because the church doesn't want to address this issue, like it's human, like human nature, God created us. But the church doesn't really want to address it. Now, the Apostle Paul's not afraid to address it, lustful desires, sexual immorality. But the churches, they will talk about it sometimes, but they don't like to really address it. So um, I find that the answer, their answer is get married fast. So they have to get married really young. And so that's a big issue for people. So God got me on that. And that's why I feel I could write a book on it. Because God got me on that because I was totally devoted to God. And yet I wasn't ready to get married. I said, Lord, you've got me now. <laughs> and this was very good. It was really good because it tested me and my faith with God. The answer was not to get married. I had a strong will. I didn't want to get married. So I said, well, Lord, I don't really want to get married. Well, not yet anyway. And so, but you have to remain celibate. Okay, nobody wants that. So this is the issue, you see. But getting married does not solve that issue. Now I have had, there is a writer on new creation, very honest about that. Walter is his name. And he was married and he wrote articles and he openly confessed that he got married and his marriage was lustful and it ended because of it. Now he's very good to, to say that so that people don't think that getting married gets rid of the lust. It doesn't. That needs to be dealt with. So that needs to be brought to the cross and that's what I did. I had to bring it to the cross. And not only lust, but relationship addiction, which is known as codependency, which I will be talking about as well. So that's what I had to bring to God. And that's where the struggles of sin were. You, if you want to be a Christian, you, you have to have the celibacy. And if you... Uh, if you don't get married, well, that's a choice you have to make then. That's like you have to make that decision. But getting married won't deal with issues if you have, if you have desires. So we have to deal with that. And I dealt with that with God. Thank God.
because you know the apostle paul says well if you're going to burn with desire passion you might as well get married at least you can deal with it with your partner and you can kind of discuss it together and work through it together but at least you're still uh, you know but the apostle paul was like he he says well i think the single life is the best but not everybody's able for the single life because of this thing with passion so it's don't worry about it god gave you the passion but if you go into a marriage and you don't deal with it in the marriage and it gets out of hand then it cannot it may not be a very holy marriage so there are the issues and i'm not afraid to talk about them and i'm happy to share and so that's all i'm going to say so on saturday i'm going to interview elaine and then she's agreed then Maybe two weeks later, we're going to discuss this topic of codependency because we both understand it. And I think it was really a blessing that I met her today because it gave me confirmation that this was the right topic. This is a new girl. Well, she's not fully committed as a Christian, but she's um, coming to church and Bible studies and she's exploring the faith and very open about this being an issue. Not just for her, but all young people and older people. So um, we were in agreement about that. And both of us think that discussing that in two weeks' time would be a good idea because we're coming from different cultures, different countries. She has perfect English because she was living in Canada. So she's lived in Vietnam. In Canada, she's a good understanding of both cultures, and I have also understanding of both cultures. So we're we're going to discuss it in a very open, transparent way of the struggles that people are going through today. And if you want to follow God, you've got to deal with these issues, which are sin. And that's what it is. So that's all I'm going to say today. I'm glad I said it. And thank you for listening. God bless.